0: Welcome to the Pod Pod. It is your boy Dossie here talking all things AFL fantasy this Monday night, the 12th of February 2024. We are done with the team previews, back into the swing of things now. And on this episode, we're going to be building a fantasy team, starting team from scratch, doing a little bit of a draft format style here, uh, snake draft style. We'll go through all the ins and outs of how the draft's going to work very shortly. But first, I must introduce the entire pod squad. We've got the full squad on deck for this one. Firstly, five-time top 100 finisher, the Statesman. Welcome back, mate.
1: Great to be back, Dossie. Looking forward to using my vetoes on no doubt your wonderful picks.
0: Yep, going to be great stuff. Can't wait to see how you use those ones, mate. We'll go through all the ins and outs of the rules very shortly. Holmesy, two-time top 10 finisher. We have you. As well, and we've been listening to some of your fantastic interviews as well. The Holmes Files, another one dropping last week with Stevie Fizz.
2: Yeah, mate, they've actually been uh, really enjoyable. So a bit of a spoiler, we've got another one coming up. Hopefully should be out sometime this week, so make sure you check that out. But yeah, it's been really good to deep dive with some of the, the good fantasy coaches in the community.
0: Yeah, some great takeaways that we're getting Holmesy, I enjoy listening to those as a fan myself, uh, not being in the room. It's nice to uh, listen back to those ones, get some get some great insights from people oh, in the fans. You're on community. next,
2: Dossie. I'm interviewing you next. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> uh we'll We'll leave that one out for the fans, I think. but uh, we also have on board OG of the pod Pod, Louis. welcome back, mate.
3: Ah uh, thanks, mate. Keen to get stuck into this episode as popular
0: last year, so yeah, let's let's uh, let's do it. <laughs> Last but not least, John Harmy, two-time top 10 finisher, helping out with this classic build as well. Welcome, mate.
4: Thanks, Tossie boy. Looking forward to it.
0: All right. Well, it was uh, discussed because we did do all these team previews. We haven't really touched on some of the hot topics, some of the news that's been happening in the last couple of weeks while we've been getting through all those team previews. So there was some thought to do a few hot, hot Topics that we've been missing out over the past couple of weeks. So let's get talking about some of those. And first, Louis, unfortunately, some of the sub rules are changing this year, and it's going to affect fantasy coaches.
3: Yeah, big time. So the sub uh, has always been a little bit of a crux for all fantasy coaches ever since it was introduced all those years ago. It's made a bit of a return in recent years as well. Unfortunately. Uh, the reason we're talking about it today is that last season, if you guys can remember, the sub was named as part of the emergency bench. So uh, coaches were able to have a look at the team sheets and play a bit of a guessing game on who that sub may be. And in most cases, it was uh, it was a pretty simple choice to make. And we were able, for the most part, to avoid uh, any carnage there. But uh, as always seems the case, the AFL has decided to make things a whole lot more difficult this season. Uh, And now the sub will be named an hour prior to the game. So on the team sheets, there'll be 23 players named. Uh, We won't know who the sub will be uh, until an hour prior to the game. So certainly going to keep fantasy coaches on their toes. I certainly feel sorry for those that play local club sport, have commitments on weekends, weddings, things like that. So uh, it just adds another... Another difficulty uh, to the game, unfortunately. So do we see this uh, having a large impact this year, guys?
1: I I just look at it as a silver lining model. just means I've got more green dots and better sleep Thursday night.
0: Always looking on the bright side, Stato. Uh, Always thriving in adversity in the fantasy circles. But uh, no, yeah, it, it is a bit annoying, but we'll get through as we always do. We love the game. We'll keep playing as we always have. Um, I guess there's another hot topic here. So many injuries since we last talked. I don't think they... They didn't really affect too many of our team preview podcasts, to be honest. And some of these guys still might be right for round one. There's still a little bit of a way to go. But since basically we chatted to you last, Will Day, Clayton Oliver, Paddy Dow, Tristan Sherry, Zach Fisher, Jack McRae, and most recently, uh, Heath Chapman, of course injured as well, who was a popular pick. Now, obviously, varying um, degrees of difficulty. Sorry, Clayton Oliver was returning to the track. Uh, The other guys were getting themselves injured there to varying degrees. But it's just one of those things. We're going to have to keep shuffling the squads around. I guess on the latest news, Holmesy, that's probably the most relevant one. Heath Chapman now, another hamstring injury for for him, looking like a bit of an injury-prone player.
2: Yeah, yeah, it does suck for him and, and also for my Freo Dockers as well. And uh, I think it's come out recently that it's a medium term and he's going to be definitely not right for round one and it could even be up to 10 weeks. So he's not someone we're going to consider for our starting squads. And to be honest, with his injury history now, you'd be a nervous coach trading into him during the season as well, um, knowing that he could potentially have another injury. So yeah, it sucks. Uh, but yeah, we move on. Yes, we've also got some hot topics in terms of how our
0: teams are shaping up. In terms of some of the cheaper players burning up the track as they always do, Harmy, But we've had some pretty positive news from some of the more mid-range guys, like your Elliot Yo, Nat Fife, even an Ollie Wines who was flagged on this podcast, and some role changes like a Nick Martin moving on to a halfback flank.
4: Apologise, Hammy. Yep. No, we'll not be apologising, Holmesy. I think you copied me and then Elliot Yo got injured No, I dropped him. <laughs> Look, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I keep an eye on all those track reports. It's actually bloody good, seeing uh, who's up and about. And yeah, it's pretty funny, isn't it? One article and you flip a change straight up don't you? and then you come to your senses an hour later or so. But um, no, nah, it's been been good to keep an eye on and yeah, some probably some relevant names that we'll talk through today. Now, last but not least,
0: somebody's put in here, is there now a rookie crisis? Is that you, Louis?
3: That was me. uh, And look, not so much a rookie crisis, but that was related towards the sub-rule changes. So we are going to have to uh, potentially maybe pay up uh, as means to avoid some of those sub-rules. It's going to be impossible to do in general, but... Uh, it's just something in the back of the mind those 200k guys as uh, tempting as what they are because you can sort of fill up the rest of your top or, uh, upper end of your team uh, those 200k guys may uh, just stunt their growth in terms of cash generation you may be finding yourselves with uh, with somebody who just doesn't make enough cash and they're going to be in your side for a long long time if that's the case
4: It's all 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 just a guess this time of year, though, isn't it? Like, until we see those rookies doing something in the practice matches and, uh, yeah, and the season proper, it's all a bit of a guess. Like, your Jaya Clarks, your Sean Manners, and, like, all these guys, we talk about them, but until we see him out on the field, you just don't know. Mm.
0: Well, we're getting into our draft now, Harmy, which is going to be Start Getting a starting team from scratch. So we did it last year. It was a lot of fun. Um, we're basically just building out a team the way that we see it at the moment. There's going to be some interesting picks. It's always great to make a team with the, the diversity of opinions that we have here. Now, I'm going to run through the rules for you. It's going to be a snake draft. So, of course, the number one pick then has the last pick of the second round and the last pick of the first round has the first pick of the second round and so on. Um, There's no rules on whether we want to start with rookies versus premiums versus mid prices. It's all up to us. Obviously, we're going to be keeping within the salary cap. We're building out the team in the correct format with the remaining salary available. So we've got 22 players to pick because we've filled out the bench just just to give an idea of hopefully a more realistic squad Um, We have filled the bench already, and and we've gone through and picked some of the more popular picks um, this preseason. We've also not gone entirely basement on the bench with 200K. So I'll just run through those players before we get into the draft. So Daniel Curtin sitting on our bench up the top um, in, in the back in defense. We've got Toby Pink, who is basement price, but he's a popular pick at the moment, 200K. Uh, Clay Hall in the midfield for our bench, the West Coast rookie, burning up the track, one of those players. Matt Roberts as well from Sydney. We like the fact that he's been playing a bit of half back. looked pretty solid last year when he played. Hopefully he gets a run, but we've got him at the moment on our bench. We did cheat a little bit in the ruck line. We just went with Max Heath, um, a 200K basement price. Placement holder ruck there, which I think is sensible unless we're going to go with a... See how much salary we have left, boys, and maybe we can bring in a a Jordan Sweet um, or Toby Conway, but we'll wait and see on that one. And Sean Manor up forward, the the very popular mature age rookie pick. We've got him on the bench alongside Darcy Jones, randomly, a 3% ownership there. Stato, talk us through. You were were pretty passionate to bring in Darcy Jones for our bench. Yeah, highly talented, highly touted, uh,
1: unfortunately, injury Um, interrupted his year um, last year, but he's burning up the track at the moment when you've got uh, um, Toby Green smiling and excited about what he can provide in their forward line. Um, It's uh, certainly of interest. But, uh, yeah, 200K, I'm interested.
0: So it's Toby Green once again influencing the statesman on this pick. TFG. Uh, And last but not least, in the utility, we currently have Jai Clark, just another player that's not basement, just so that we can sort of give that flexibility. Um, And potentially, if he plays, obviously, this year could be a nice cash generator at $237,000. Last but not least, the final wrinkle of this draft that was very popular last year the vetoes we each have now i think this has increased from one to two oh, i'm pretty sure we only got one veto last year we each get two vetoes so we don't have to use them just know that you or don't have to use them you're Basically, part of the drafting team you can choose to cancel out the pick of another player and replace them and then we've also decided that you can't bring a vetoed player Back into the squad once they have been vetoed. So um, that's a little rule as well that we've got going. All right. Is there an I- award for the person that gets the most vetoes, DOS? <laughs> well, I think it's a bit unfair. The rules, are, the, <laughs> the squads are against me already. But look at this. I'm using a wheel right now for number one pick. And look who's Ooh. got the number one pick. It is Dossie. Veto. It
2: is.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine? Could you imagine if he
2: could bring back a vetoed player, and Dossie just stubbornly brings back the same one player six times, and only gets to pick (laughs) one player?
0: Maybe I should have allowed that um, in the rules. But Dossie with the number one pick, I'm going to spin again and see who's got pick two. Just waiting here. It is looking like Harmy with pick two. Going to remove him out there. Get into the second one. What are you looking forward to in this draft, Louis, while I get through the order? Oh, to be honest, mate, we've
3: kind of already touched on it. I'm looking forward to vetoing some of your picks. I think that's going to be uh, a bit of a trend. But no, I really like this format because it puts all our brains together, so to speak, and we can kind of pick a really solid starting squad um, and for not only the, the more sort of uh keener coaches but also the casual fans as well so uh, i think last year the team that we put up i'm not sure how it went but it did look like uh, it was pretty uh pretty solid starting squad uh albeit uh in february but no it's a it's a great little initiative Uh, what do you think about it Holmesy?
2: i was just gonna say this podcast last year does i don't know why i remember this but does anyone else remember stato picking isaac coming at d2
0: (laughs) (laughs) really
2: (laughs) Can't
0: remember that, so maybe we should be vetoing worked, the way. boss this year. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the boss could get a couple of vetoes this year. All right, well, I've finished oh, the draw. was going to come back. It's Dossie at one, Harmy at two, Holmesy three, Stato four, and Louie at five. Let's get stuck into it. And I am going to come in now. Last year, I was pretty, you know, I was pretty conservative early. I went with the rookies. Um, you know, I went a little bit different, Oh sorry, a bit vanilla early, but. Coming out, coming out fire so that I can burn a few vetoes early, I reckon. And uh, I'm going to go with one of my favorite little sort of premium midfielders in the 800 to 900k bracket. And are we doing defenders first? I'm starting... No, no, wherever. No, it's wherever the squad. Oh. I'm going Jai Newcomb in with my first pick. And, and obviously, the first pick of the draft, it's not the most expensive player, by the way, as well. It can be any, any player... We're going to enjoy Newcomb. Just like the way he goes about it. Think it's the breakout year. Hawthorne's going to have to change up that game plan a little bit. Potentially will day. You know, we'll see how his health goes early season. But I think his tackle numbers have massive upside. Hawthorne didn't apply barely any pressure last year. I think their stoppages increase. I think Newcomb starts tackling. I think he's got an all-rounded game. I think this is the year. So I'm just going a bit spicy with my first pick. And uh, no doubt he'll get vetoed, but that's the reasoning. Let's get to pick two, army.
4: Yeah, I'll just leave that for the time being. I don't mind it. Someone I've definitely been looking at. I'm okay, just check, so it. at pick two, position. somebody that I have uh, not doubted the entire pre-season, Elliot Yo in defence. The defender playing Lovely. in the midfield.
0: Yeah, I love that. I mean... I think there's been some photos out there, him laying some nasty tackles. I think he was on top of Harley Reid the other day. And I'm like, Oh boy, this is uh this is good signs from Elliot Yo. And I think it was you, Harmy, that said yourself during some of our team preview pods that we were keen on him last year, priced at seventy, and he's priced at seventy again. So um yeah, lock lock and load, mate. Let's get him in the squad. No veto from me. Uh who's next up? Let's go to you, Homesy.
2: Harmi, how dare you, mate? I'm going to get those receipts up at some stage for what you said about me in the group chat when I picked him. You're an absolute prick. Uh, I'm going to go the layup of the preseason so far. I'll chuck in Hayden Young um, in defence. priced at 90, full-time midfield role. Um, Yeah, I can see him increasing his price this year and, and hopefully being a top six defender for us, so I'm going to lock that one away.
0: Nice one. We'll go over to you, Stato. Yes,
1: I'm going to lock away Brody Grundy. Ruck, just great value. Uh, Good ceiling, we know, but because of the failed experiment for last year, just comes in at
0: great value. Lovely. And uh, Louis, round out the first round of the draft. Are you going to go vanilla or are you going to throw some spice out there too, mate?
3: No, I'll start with some pretty low-hanging fruit. Uh, The number one draft pick, Harley Reid uh it's been rumored to play midfield half back power forward uh he's a bit of everywhere at the moment but what i can see is that he will be playing in round one and have some pretty nice job security so uh harley reid easy pick but uh, i think he'll be owned by majority of the competition this year especially with forward status
0: love it uh back-to-back pick so go again lou
3: Okay. Uh, caught me off guard a little bit, mate, but uh, let's go with the trend. I'll pick another rookie, uh, Colby at McCursha, Uh For similar reason as Harley Reid, I think he's going to be another one that a lot of coaches are going to be picking this year. He's been uh, said to be playing off halfback flank. Uh, which we know is a pretty good role at North Melbourne. We've seen a couple of gurus back there in Jack Siebel, Aaron Hall, and, of course, Harry Sheasel last season. So uh, with a couple of piggish junior numbers, hopefully Colby McCursh can follow in their footsteps. And if he can't be a keeper, just make us plenty of money.
0: Yep, lovely. I don't think any vetoes are going to be used yet, including on Newcomb. So we'll move across to Stato now. Really? That's...
1: Absolutely lovely. Well, I'll follow suit. Uh, let's make some cash and go, Riley uh, Sanders, um, as our second midfield rookie.
0: Alrighty. Uh, moving along here, I'll obviously give a little bit of an update regarding cash as we go along, but not just yet. We've still got plenty in the kitty, so we'll go over to you, Holmesy.
2: Yeah, so I'm gonna I'll stay in the midfield and this is gonna be interesting because I know Stato wants to use all of his vetoes on DOS, but I know that he does not like this player. Burned, what, three times last year, Stato? But LDU priced at 97, number one mid for North Melbourne, hopefully a 105 plus average and pushing close to the top eight this year for LDU. Beautiful. It's gonna be my next pick,
0: so yeah, I'm glad you did it. So he's gonna Pause for that veto and, you know, maybe not not throw it out there. No vetoes yet, nearly two rounds complete. To
1: be fair, he's in the right price range. He's shown um, that he has got a ceiling, so he's actually a good pick.
4: Correct. Harmy? Oh, look, let's get this out of the way early. Uh, Jack McRae, F1.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's a bit, we've been a bit back and forth, Harmy. You, have in particular, have had a bit of a rocky relationship with McRae. You and I both owners for the majority of last year, if not He's all not of that. last year. He's not um, so you're settling on on picking the great man so
4: far. <laughs> oh, I'll pick him. I'll just see if anybody else has got a contrary view.
3: Well, I was just going to ask, Harmy, what's, uh, what's your reasoning for picking Jack McRae,
4: mate? Jackson McRae. Oh Jackson, McRae. look what what could go like. You look at the season that he had last year. How could it go any worse for him? One of the games he got concussed. He was playing forward the whole bloody time. You know, like it doesn't take much for things to turn around a bit for Jack McRae. Apart from being injured any County. counterpoints
3: there, boys. <laughs> uh, you don't look like you're too keen in him, Stato. No,
1: I'm not. But it's it's. Um... It's hard to knock it back, right? It's it's thin. He's one of the few in that line that's, that's shown a good ceiling. I'm not convinced of roll. Um, I actually think he's been a bit disappointing with his body over the last couple of years, so he's got that sign of ageing. Um, but... Seeing I hate my forward line, <laughs> it's hard for me to veto and turn around and go, I've got the best replacement for him. So, um, so uh, yeah, I can't use it here. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not in raptures and he's
0: certainly not in my team. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's that's interesting to know so far, Stato. I think we're back to the great man, uh, Dossie, here. Unless, oh, Harmy, you've got something else you want to say? No, he's just excited he got one through. Oh, right, okay. I'm going to pick, as I said, I I really do want to spice things up a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm picking players that are genuinely in the frame for me, and I've got got this guy. One word, it starts with V. (laughs) This guy's in my team at the moment, and you guys Uh are going to hate it. And I'm just going to allow this to be vetoed at some point, but um, I'm going with Jordan Clark in the defensive line at $691,000. Everyone obviously loves Hayden Young. I'm also a fan of Hayden Young, but he's moving out of that defensive line and they need a ball user down back. Jordan Clark for me is that guy that's going to really lift. We saw him come home incredibly strong when Hayden Young did move out of that defense. Can share the ball, him and Luke Ryan. I think that's a smash play. And I really think the Dockers have a lot of improvement to go on him. He's always had fantasy potential. And I think this could be the year that we see Jordan Clark take his game to a new level. Stato. Great pick. Love it. No. Yeah, great pick. Love it! Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think it is a
3: good pick, though. I'm immediately concerned now. So, up, up yeah. until about five minutes ago, I was okay with it. A little bit edgy though. <laughs>
4: He's pretty expensive. So I... Six hundred ninety thousand. Ah.
2: It's
1: not that bad. Yeah, he ended- he um he he becomes the the major ball mover um, when Hayden left. In fact. His average was higher when Hayden Young was in the midfielder than Hayden's Young time. So, yeah, no, I'm pretty excited about the pick actually. Um, I don't know if I'll do it myself, but um, I actually like it.
0: But yeah, well, I thought that was going to be I like it, and then that's a veto. Like I just was waiting for <laughs> that. I'm still not I'm still not sure until we get past Stato's pick. I'm um, not sure it is going to get vetoed. But look, i was surprised he's still only 23 years old as well. You kind of forget how young he is. Um, 100 average in his last three, and 88 in the last five. Priced at 77, so that's kind of the the rationale there. Harmy. can we veto
2: at any time, Darcy boy?
0: I think it has to be your pick. That's sort of how it works, I think. Is that, is that what yeah, we're going with? Yeah,
2: because then you got to put your pick in instead.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, I get back-to-back picks, boys, so even oh, good. lucky for me. Uh, I'm going to go another docker, Andrew Brayshaw, in the midfield as our big dog in there. So um, just similar, similar sort of, you know, I just want a big scorer in there. I want a potential captain option. Andrew Brasher, at the moment, I'm liking his potential to get some more outside pill, and he's just got that great mix. I just think he's going to at least repeat what he did last year, potentially get a little (laughs) bit better, was was better in his last, I think, what, 14 games or something like that was performed pretty well and above his starting price. So we'll get on to you, Harmy. You're back up,
4: mate. Good. Well, I'm going to veto that Jordan (laughs) Clark pick because I don't really like it. <laughs> and I think that if you're going to um, spend that much money, you may as well get a premium, and I don't believe he's going to be. The, the best player, like the best scoring player in that back line is Luke Ryan, and it's going to be again. Anyway, so veto that one for you, Dossie boy. And I'm going to put in Tom Stewart. Cats have got a great run. Um, he had an injured game last year. There's potentially a little bit of upside, but... He's just got a great roll down back and, uh, yeah, no early buy. I think he's a good starting option.
0: All right. Very devastating scenes for Jordan Clark being our first uh, first veto of the evening. Holmesy, across to you, mate.
2: Yeah, I'm going to play it a little bit safer and stay in the midfield again, which means we're probably going to have to start vetoing some midfielders at some stage, but not just yet. I'm going to pick Jack Steele, once again, priced under 100 with proven scoring above 110+. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to get back to those heights, but anything above 105 to 110 is going to be a win from his price point. So I'm happy to lock away Jack Steele as the number one midfielder for St. Kilda.
0: Yep. Getting on to the next pick, uh, Stato. I reckon we just go with the next pick, boys. I don't need to announce your name every time. Stato, you're up. Uh, yeah, I veto Jack Steele.
1: <laughs> Only mm. through jealousy because he was my next pick, so not really a veto. <laughs> um, uh, I might square away uh, our ruck line um, and go Max Gorn. Just free loose again, the number one. He shows his scoring power every time he is the the number one ruck, so uh, expect that... Uh, Pretty big improvement and, and close to uh, Marshall if he stays fully fit and Tim English if he can put two full seasons together.
0: So there's a chance he could be the number one ruck. After your pick, Louis, I'm going to do a little bit of a recap before we get to our final few picks. Who have you got?
3: No worries. Uh, I'll go a little bit spicy. I think this is uh, team vanilla at the moment. So one who I think is going to be uh, pretty divisive this preseason will be Jack Billings, uh, coming over from the Saints. Has obviously been a pretty solid scorer in the past. Uh, injuries have certainly curtailed that, and no doubt some form in there as well. But goes over to the Ds where I think there's some opportunity for him on a wing, high half forward type role. Uh, starts off with the Dogs, which from memory uh, gave up a few points to defenders and then has the Hawks after that too. So uh, obviously an opening round candidate, uh, but uh, he's at that price point where I think uh, coaches wouldn't be afraid to pivot off onto somebody that they perhaps miss. And and the upside is there if he can pop off early and he might be able to be uh, somebody at an inflated price that we can jump off to once he does get to his buy.
0: Okay, it'll be interesting to see if he potentially gets the veto. There's only a few spicy players. We've only used one veto as well. Okay, I'm going to run through the current squad with $4.37 million remaining in the bank. We've got three defenders remaining to pick and our current defenders are Tom Stewart, Hayden Young, and Elliot Yo. In the midfield, we have Andrew Brayshaw, LDU, Luke's uh sorry, Jack Steele, John Newcomb, uh, with Colby McKercher and Riley Sanders, and we've got two midfield spots available. Then we've got Brody Grundy or Max Gorn and Grundy, I should say, in price order, of course. And then we've got three forward spots still. People are afraid to go the forwards, as we suspected. Uh, Jack McRae, Jack Billings, and Harley Reid. So I don't like that. All right, let's um, let's get into our final few picks. Then, Louis, you are up again. Yeah,
3: back to me. Uh, I think we've got to use some of these vetoes. So, for me, I'm going to veto Max Gorn, um, and I'm going to replace him with Tristan Cherry. And the and the Ooh, reason I'm doing that, some coin. yeah, the reason I'm doing that is to save some coin. But it's also to generate some coin. So I've got no doubt that uh, Max Gorn is going to outperform his price and make a little bit of money. But I'm more in the camp where I'd like to pick a Tristan Cherry, back him in, uh, hope for that cash generation to bridge that gap to a Max Gorn, uh, and then potentially jump on him post that early round buy. So uh, obviously Brody Grundy and Max Gorn will both have uh, an early round buy, around five and six from memory. And if we're not going to have a playing ruck at R3, which we don't, we've got Max Heath there sitting there at the moment. uh, I'm going to put Tristan Cherry there and, I think coaches that do run a Brody Grundy, Tristan Cherry, potentially that R3 option could be handcuffed to another North Melbourne player like a Hamish Free or a, or a Finbar Malley with that DPP. And uh, if injury does occur, then you do still have some cash generation ticking over.
0: I don't mind it. It's uh, Holmesy, you're shaking your head though. Not a fan.
2: Mate, there's every chance that the amount <clears throat> that Cherry goes up in price that Max Gorn does the same. There's... Every world that Max goes from 92 to 110, which is 18 points, and there's every world that Cherry goes from 66 to 85. So, yeah, I don't agree with it, but all of his points around the buy are interesting as well, so I can't discount that too.
0: All right. uh, Moving on to the next pick, which is back to you, Holmesy.
2: Stato, isn't it?
0: Are you correct? Yes.
1: Did uh, Louis Louie do too?
3: Yep. Yep, I-, I picked uh Tristan Cherry and Jack Billings.
1: Beautiful. Uh all right. Um so I'm gonna go back to the midfield. So we got still Brayshaw Ldu um and Joy Newcomb. Um, and then two rookies. So uh, I'm looking for value. So I'm going to go for Cam Guthrie at uh, 762K, uh, discounted because of his injury concerns last year. He's been flying in the preseason and see him being their number
0: one man. Yuck. Um, (laughs) Cam Guthrie. right. Um, all right, is it
2: my turn yet? Nah, so... I'm up, Dossie boy. You know how you said before that you're not going to announce everyone's names before? Well, you're an absolute shit yeah. show, mate. Get, get back. <laughs> I'm having get, all these know, things on, going
0: man. on in the background, by the way, but I'm keeping yeah, yeah. it going.
2: All right, I'm going to chuck this player in, not because I expect him to be there at uh, the end of the podcast, but I want to, I want someone to veto it and I want someone to tell me who to put there in their place. So in the forward line, I'm going with Nat Fife. Rationale. I love, by the way,
3: that uh, we've got all these vetoes left for the forward line, so we're just going to make this even more difficult than what it already is in picking our forwards, aren't we? Yeah.
2: The, look, the rationale is Frio have an easy run, or not an easy run, but they've got a pretty good um, run to start in terms of fantasy scoring. Word out of Frio is that he's back to playing full-time mid and it's the first preseason he's done in a very long time. He doesn't have a secondary role. Um, they've, they've done the forward experiment and it doesn't work, so I see a bit of a... Joel Selwood at the end of his career where it was just full-time mid rotating off the bench and if he can get off to a hot start and average 75 to 80 while these forwards actually emerge, then um, it's not going to be a horrible pick for us knowing full well that his injury history is uh, large.
0: All right. Uh, We're getting on to Harmy if
4: my order is now correct. Excellent. Keeping track of that one, Dossie. It is. Okay, I'm going to spend a few dollars uh, in the forward line. One of my favourite picks, because I've got quite a bit of faith in them having a midfield role this year, and that's uh, Taylor Adams.
0: Yeah, it took a while to pick Taylor Adams. Very popular pick in the forward line. Thought he might go off the board a little bit earlier, but um, he does now sit at F2 for us um, up forward. That forward line looking... I don't know. I don't know if it's vanilla or not. I can't tell what, what, like what would be the vanilla forward line. But uh, Jack McRae, Taylor Adams, Jack Billings, Nat Fife five seems a little bit looser than uh, than the standard forward lines out there. But uh, I'll uh, I'm going to y- jump in for my pick and veto Cam Guthrie. Um, get him out of the squad. Thank you very much for that. And uh, just for the old time sakes. We're gonna chuck just for this round. Paddy Dow is gonna sit in our squad just for this round till he gets vetoed. Just for old times' sake,s somebody else can pick something else there. But for now, Paddy Dow is sitting in the squad just for a little bit, just to just to feel it out, boys. Um, and I'll also just round out. I'll just in defence. I'm just gonna go with uh little bit of a vanilla one and see if he remains in the squad till the end, but Zach Williams is just going to go into the defense as well. Um, $442,000 does have the round two buy, <laughs> so interesting to see if he also gets out of the squad. But I keep finding myself try to get rid of him in my starting squad teams, and I just end up always slotting him in at some point. So interested to see what you guys think there. But um, it's back to you, Harmy.
4: Oh, thanks, Doss. Um. Yeah, it's looking a bit too vanilla for my liking. So I think I may remove one of the more vanilla picks. I'll take out. Um, I'll take out LDU. So I'll oh. veto LDU, and replace Jeez. him with somebody who's uh, playing a similar role at a cheaper price. Three sub games last year, Jai Simpkin. Oh no! What is
0: this? <laughs> is that a serious pick?
1: This listeners don't follow
0: this group. Don't don't go by their Is this Holmesy? Can you uh, sort this out with your pick, mate?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna veto. You, you need... I'm gonna veto Jai Simkin straight up.
0: <laughs> so you're leaving Patty Dow. Actually, yeah, that's a good
2: point. No, uh, uh, you've already called it. <laughs> Hang on, it. He, get, he stays in the squad just for one more round. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna make us put a bit of a smile on your face, John Harmy, because it is pretty vanilla at the moment. So I'm gonna veto Jai Simpkin, and we're gonna go up a little bit in price, not heaps, and we're gonna go Nick Martin with the yes. with the potential DPP, and this one's interesting. Um, having a look at Jaden Popowski's worthwhile stats. As a mid only, you need him to go 102 to be a worthwhile smash pick, but as a defender, you only need him to go 94. So if the role's real and he's 100% in defense with a with a guy like his scoring capabilities, 94 is definitely doable. And because I don't exactly know which top end midfielders I want to pick as it is, I think with the luxury of swinging him back and opening up a spot there could be quite valuable, but as always it's a preseason watch. But I'm liking what I'm hearing out of the bombers at the moment. And they do score very heavily in defense.
1: Redmond, Ridley, McGrath, Martin. That's a lot of people to share that footy with.
2: Yeah. Well, I did a bit of I did a bit of digging and <clears throat> sorry, the if you average out the scoring from the top five defenders of each team, Essendon actually have the highest average. So it does show you that they do share it around a little bit, but it does show you that there's a lot of ball back there. And who knows, maybe they want, uh, you know, McGrath to lock down a little bit. Uh, maybe Ridley plays as a bit more of a second tall at times. So I'm happy with that pick at the moment. Who's going to veto it? Well, the stats back you up too, Holmesy. So Essendon were just behind
3: Carlton for the highest scoring defenders last season. And, uh, I think the fact that Mason Redmond, who's a fantastic player, was able to go 85. Um, I just see Nick Martin as more of a fantasy player than what he is. So potentially that 94 uh, could definitely be on the cards of him, in which case he would be pretty close to a top six defender, provided that he can pick up that status if he
0: stays in the role long enough. I love it. I love it, Holmesy. He's, uh, he's been in oh, the Percy. someone, Someone
2: veto it, please. <laughs>
0: Uh, we're going to have to get into our next pick And I've lost the document So who's up next? Stato
1: Stato uh, How much coin have we
0: got in the bank? We currently have 2.6 mil remaining And we've still got two slots in defence One in the midfield and one forward
1: So we've got four positions 2.1 mil 2.6 2.6 mil Correct. So we're going to have to go probably at least we haven't got a a rookie yet. We've just got um, mid-prices and a premium in defence. We've got two rookies in the midfield, um, three potential um, value players, uh, a primo with potentially a little bit of value, Paddy Dow, <laughs> I don't know how to rate him. <laughs> um, and we've got one primo, three mid-prices and a rookie in the forward line. Um, all right, so... The reality is we probably need a value player or another rookie in the midfield. Um, But I think before we do that, I actually want a second premium. I want a serious captain option. We've taken Gorn off the field. Uh, I don't want to captain Hayden Young. Tom Stewart can be locked down, so I don't want to be risking captaining him. Jack Steele's an option. Bray Shaw's an option but that's where it ends. So we've only got two. So I want that third. So I'm going to veto Paddy Dow and put in Rory Laird.
0: Okay. You're high on Laird. this year, yeah. even with potentially the the um, Matt, Crout, Matt, Matt Crouch Matt Crouch edition as well, it doesn't um- uh, Matt Crouch actually helps him if
1: if um, that's going to be the case. But uh, back end of the year, one hundred and fourteen—that's where I reckon he'll be. So post by one hundred and fourteen—that's what I expect from him. It's got a bit of an upside, but it's just a strong captain option right throughout.
0: Yeah, our midfield is looking pretty strong now. I think, even though, yeah, no players currently over one million dollars in the entire squad. We haven't um, picked anyone in that higher price bracket. I mean, Andrew Brayshaw is the closest at nine nine six. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. We'll get can on. I, can I
1: just make one point? Um, it's very soft by Harmy and Holmesy to leave Dow there. <laughs> it's it's like this
0: was fucking rigged, so I had to take action. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we going? Is it Louis now? I think we're up to Louis. Yeah, Louis' double pick. Louis On got the yeah, table.
3: no worries. Um, okay, so I've been spooking this guy since last year. Uh, he made a move from St Kilda as well uh, to the Dogs, and that was Nick Coffield, So. Uh, I think he uh, priced at 358k. Uh, I think he's someone who potentially we can get a 70 to a 75 out of, in which case he would have about 30 points upside and and really get that cash ticking over for us. So uh, I've noticed we've got two premiums in defense. Elliot Yo is a bit of a mid-pricer as well as Zach Williams. So, uh, yeah, let's get Nick Caulfield in there um, to round out our defense. Oh, we've got one more pick, but... Uh, but he, he may end up being one of the cheaper picks that we've got
0: in there. Don't mind it. If he gets a game, yeah, coffee yeah. should be good. What's I has, think- been, has there been track reports on him? I haven't seen too
3: much. Uh, I've been seeing some things on X, just um, you know how you get the, the people that will just... Um, write down all the track reports for the day and what, what's been said by various different line coaches. And, yes, I have seen that Nick Caulfield is apparently well entrenched within that 22. So Excellent. Um, Good to hear. Yep. Fingers crossed that remains that way and he can uh, pop one in the preseason game just to give us a little bit of confidence. But uh, uh, he, he's a player that has shown scoring capacity in the past. Uh, another player that has shown plenty of scoring capacity in the past uh, I'm going to go into the midfield uh, and I'm going to round it out uh, and just see if I can bait some vetoes elsewhere. But one of the popular picks of the preseason, uh, one of my boys at Port Adelaide, Zach Butters, I uh, think should be able to uh, have some upside this season. And West Coast in round one, potentially Stato may be another captain option that we can consider.
0: How much coin does that leave us, Dos? Eight hundred and sixty-nine thousand bucks between uh, a defender and a forward. Obviously, that's excluding if we decide to do any um, reshuffling with vetoes. But um, you're up, Stato. Yeah, well, you all know me where, uh, well, and um, I like a whore. <laughs>
1: oh my god! <laughs> At three hundred and seven k. Um, uh, Obviously, we need to confirm that he's going to get the role, but um, he's worked desperately hard to get back on that list. Um, It it just depends whether there's going to be a role for him, but his scoring power in the VFL was uh, very (laughs) good. Okay.
0: Well, that, that leaves us with uh, $562,000 uh, for you, Holmesy. And uh, it's up forward. So I gave you some coins, move. mate.
2: Nah, I'm going to spice it up, Dossie. And uh, just to give just the listeners a different bit of a perspective and just to make them think about something other than what the content creators have just been jamming down our throats with the ruck line, I'm vetoing Cherry. And I'm putting in Rowan Marshall. Well, uh, we haven't got the coin. Surely, 560k.
1: No, because we've got one more pick. It's going to be 72k available for us or something like that.
2: Yeah, but you've still got Harmy and Dossie to pick, so they're going to have to veto and get creative.
1: And unfortunately, it looks like Dossie's gone offline, so I don't know if that means we've lost everything.
3: No, it shouldn't. It should still be recording anyway. Um, yeah, I think I think that's okay. I think I think that's going to mean that the next couple of picks are going to have to get creative, won't they, Holmesy?
4: Yeah, that's why it's going to have
3: to be more vetoes. That's why I, did I don't it. think that's
4: going to work then. So if that's like that's our whole salary cap spent, is it?
2: Yeah, yeah. But maybe you have to go nuke them down to someone to free up a bit of cash to to get a forward round out with a All forward right. rookie. So you like how I can't go out then because I've much. used my two vetoes. All right, boys. So I'm gonna go a little bit spicy here and and knowing that uh Harmy doesn't have any vetoes left, uh, but we just want to screw over Dossie a little bit here. So we're gonna we're gonna play the system a little bit. I'm gonna go uh vetoing Andy Brayshaw. Just a little bit unsure of how it's gonna line up with Hayden Young going in there, Matt Fife. There's a little bit of uncertainty, and we've got Rory Laird as our captain option, so I'm not sure we need to have two Uh, 110 midfielders in there. So I'm going to go down to Matt Crouch. Now, there's been a lot of talk about him not being in the side, but I firmly believe um, he's going to be in that side as that third midfielder. Uh, If you have a look at his last six games, in three of those games, he got seven, six, and four coaches' votes. So they really liked what he was doing. Adelaide play a high-stoppage brand of footy, and um, I believe he's going to push that 95 to 100 average and be a good scorer for us. So, Harmi, you're up. Oh, thanks, mate. I like that.
4: Stato quick uh, salary cap check. What do we got? 340K. And both yourself and Lou have got vetoes available. Is that right? Correct. Well, then, how could I pass up Essendon legend, forward superstar, oh. Harry Jones at $328,000? Uh, he's primed for a big season. He's, he's training the house down all, all of his injury histories by him.
1: No. Um, so what I'll do, someone started typing in Louis, which is, uh, we, we'll delete that because uh, I'm not going to allow him the time to enjoy it uh, and come across with uh, my last veto um, and put in Finlay McRae. Equally good
4: pick
1: which means our team is full, we fit under the cap, but there is one veto left. So, Louis, you can make the last change in our squad. You've got 30K to play with. Now, just to clarify some of Doss' picks. No, 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 I won't do that. Have a look at the list.
3: Yeah, the, uh, the pressure is certainly on
1: here, boys. Yeah. Um... So I'll just mm-hmm. go through the squad. So while you're thinking, I'll go through the squad. Uh, sorry if I don't get it in price order. It's not the way we've typed it in because it's been how we selected. But our defenders run Tom Stewart, Hayden Young. It would be Elliot Yo. Ironically, that's my first three in my squad. Uh, then we have Zach Williams, Nick Coffield and Marty Hoare with Curtin and Pink the Stink. On the bench uh, and midfield, and forgive me if I get this order incorrect, um, there's a bit more to work through. So it'll be Rory Laird, Jack Steele, Jai Newcomb. God, looks a bit thin, peeps. Zach Matt Butters Crouch. still in there? Ah, sorry, my apologies. So Jack Steele, Zach Butters, that does look a bit better. Jai Newcomb. Matt Crouch, Nick Martin, Riley, and Colby. Uh, and on the bench is Hall and Roberts. Our rucks are Brody Grundy and Rowan
0: Marshall. <laughs> what
1: the hell happened there? Uh, Max Heath uh, is on the bench for us, uh, obviously handcuffed to Rowan. Uh, it's obviously the strategic reason why we've done that uh, or it was just taking the piss. Uh, forward line, um, we've got McRae, Adams, Billings, Fife, McRae and Harley Reid uh, with Manor and Darcy Jones uh, on the bench, both 200K and Jai Clark as the utility. Hopefully that's given enough uh, background music for you, Lou. Um, you don't have to use your last veto, but it will be funny if it was Newkem Newcomb. <laughs> uh,
3: look, it's not going to be John Newcomb. That was the one that I did originally look at, but I'm just not sure we'll be able to get up to anybody more significant there. Um, I think I'm going to go with somebody who's been quite popular. It's probably going to be a bit spicier here, but uh, I think Jack McRae was a guy that didn't... Uh, Really enthuse a lot of us as he was chosen. So, Harmy, um, wow, I'm going to take out Jack McRae there. Uh, and no, just because I think there's a little bit of uneasiness over that uh, dog's midfield, where they line up. He's also Not done a hamstring world. just recently. Uh, so, interrupted preseason. We don't like that. Uh, so, I'm going to go with somebody who is a good friend of the draft doctor's Got plenty of hype at the end of last year and he's getting rightfully so go some hype this season too. But he's uh, Sammy Flanders is going to come in and he's go- that's going to leave us with about 50K left over to, to hopefully if one of our uh, rookies are dropped on the bench or if there's somebody in the preseason games that uh, doesn't go the way that we planned, there's just a little bit of a buffer zone for us to, to pivot from there. So yeah, Sammy Flanders gets the spot. Well done, Louis, and
1: pretty good pick. Uh, the only thing I'll be critical of our forward line is we have uh, four of the forward line players with the bye. Um, but look, still a pretty good squad. Well done, team. Uh, really do appreciate it. Um, apologies to our listeners. Dost did drop off. He. Uh, is Chrome just lost the plot a little bit? But uh, we'll be able to put it all back together, which is great. So thanks everyone for for joining us. We really do appreciate Louis, who's been on every single podcast uh, that is known to man over the last couple of weeks, <laughs> and the uh, content's been quality, Louis. So we do really appreciate that. Obviously, you um, you dedicate a fair bit of time to the um, to our communion, mate. So we do appreciate it.
3: No, th- thanks, mate. And uh, yeah, don't sugarcoat it either, Stato. Um, when we removed Paddy Dow, Dossie just couldn't handle it. I uh, <laughs> saw tears streaming down his face, and, uh, <laughs> and and then I saw the keyboard fly up and behind him. So yes. Uh, yes. he's a very passionate Google man. Google got lost. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, but fair no. call. And uh, um,
2: the, the best thing about this, though, boys, is that dossie has been hating doing all the editing but it's his own fault now so he's gonna be sitting here for hours putting <laughs> yeah. his back together and it's all him
1: beautiful uh and uh homesy thanks very much and uh well done with the potty for for steve Fizz. i did tell him how much i enjoyed it mate great insights uh and keep those up when you got the time and uh harmy lift your game the rest of us are putting out <laughs> with the rest of the community mate you, you need to dig in a little bit harder um, I, think and so and I,
4: a, um, I think you and I have got a, a uh, face-to-face uh, this week, don't we? So. <laughs> Sorry,
1: name drop for us. Who, who are you catching up with?
4: No, with uh, Bales. We've got episodes ah, coming out, you brilliant. and
1: I. Beautiful. Great to see uh, follow us on PodPod Pod AFL on X, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and please leave a rating and review this pre-season to help us out. Uh, we look forward to catching up with you next week when we'll, we'll be able to take the piss out of Dossie a fair bit more than we did tonight. See ya.